Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Flaw 700. Joining me this week, I got the killer. <laughs> The killer. The killer. <laughs> killing what? Killer. That's who? a mystery. Right. Yeah. We won't disclose what we killing out here. Absolutely not. No self-incriminating information. Mm-hmm. I got the killer with me. <laughs> and this is episode 174 of the Podcast Brothers Podcast in downtown Trenton in the beautiful Starbucks. You already know when the intro was a little different. It's a little bit of change in today's episode. Fresco will not be joining us. But me and Kayla have known to drop a few classics. We got a few classic bodies. We do. We got some classic <laughs> episodes. Don't get it twisted. Right. So when I got the news that we be shorter, man, like, right. I said, all right, because <laughs> I brought right. my killer with me. <laughs> right. Exactly. I brought my terrorist girl with me. <laughs> Pull it out the back pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I, listen, I don't play spades, none of that stuff. Like, you're really like my draw four. <laughs> Because I don't know what card you pull out where you kind of shut a, it down. A, a spade, spade, I guess. A joker, an ace. I guess. An ace. An ace just sounds good. Right. I got my ace. An ace, ace sounds good. An ace sounds like it's the card that you don't want to mess with. Reaching, you don't want to mess with me. I'm reaching in my back pocket. I'm grabbing my ace. Bam. Bang. Killer. <laughs> How's everything? I am cooler than a fan. Time out. Time out. My bad. How's your mental health? Oh, yes. And how was your week? My mental health is getting better. I have been a little stressed. Um, wow. Tell me about it. Uh, if you want to. If yeah. you, okay. Okay. Well, just like a combination of like personal things, then mm. also working on goals and all. So it's a lot. Um, I know it has been affecting my blood pressure because I've been monitoring my blood pressure. And I don't like that shit at all. Um, so I've been trying to do better. I, I'm not trying. I have been doing better. With getting a handle of, I guess, my emotions um, and trying, just trying not to let stuff get to me. Um, but besides that, mental health is cool. And he said, mental health and what else? Your week. My week was fine. Um, yeah, regular, regular week. Like I said, I've been uh, just, I guess, investing my time um, into some of my business ventures that I'm pursuing now so just starting to network more and go to different events and you know speak up and talk to people so that's been interesting so far um yesterday or last night I did an event I started working for a catering company like on the side just you know extra money here mm-hmm. and there in the room a little bit of extra cash dough Right. So I cater and dough. Right. Uh, dad joke. Oh, you didn't get it? Oh, that went over your head? Ah. That was a dad joke. <laughs> um, what happened? Oh, yeah. So it was we were at the Simeon Foundation, which is like a like a 
old car museum mm-hmm. in Philly, in Southwest Philly, like near the airport kind of. And the American Heart Association had their annual ball there. And it was beautiful. Um, Brian Dawkins was there, and I was so hyped. And I wanted mm. to be Joe as shit and take a picture with him, but I couldn't because I was at work. And I'm like, oh, he's so close, and he's so awesome. How do you, and I might have had this conversation before because I've been around a few celebrities how do you do, do you want to take pictures with everyone? Like, are you just like, ah, oh, no, no, well, no, no. Well, okay, but let's just say a few of the people that you, Brian Dawkins, for example, do you look at the atmosphere and judge it on that, or do you just say, they go, Brian Dawkins, and I want a picture? It was definitely the atmosphere because, like, I was at work okay. <laughs> and it was at, like, a, you know, the American Heart Association Heart Ball. Like, mm-hmm. he was there to, you know, they had, like, this, not the silent, yeah, the silent auction and they were auctioning off items and they're trying to raise money. And I don't want to say it was necessarily a corporate event, but people were definitely, like, ball gowns and suits okay. and stuff. So it wasn't the time to be like, oh my God, Brian Dawkins, I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for being a Because I ran into a few, I would say the gym. One time I ran into a few wrestlers when they came into town. Oh. And, it might you know, be different for guys, though. I'm thinking. I'm thinking because it's just like sometimes you go to certain places and that's kind of like I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. In a sense, mm-hmm. dinner. Right. Family. You might be around family and you're at dinner. There's just certain times where you might see somebody, a celebrity, but it's at that moment where I'm going to let you live. Yeah. I'm going to catch you another time. Yeah. So. Or sometimes I feel like guys can do the thing where you just like head nod, like, sup? No, I need a little bit more than a head nod. <laughs> like, if I see my favorite player, I'm not just going to head nod you. I know. I was just like, I, was I like, need oh, a picture, Brian. damn it. <laughs> I was like, oh, Brian Dawkins. But, you know, I had to chill. So that was fine. It was just cool to just hear him speak about, because, um, of course, American Heart Association talking about heart conditions, heart diseases, or whatever, lifestyles, and how that mm-hmm. affects the heart. And, you know, the higher incidences in the black community or black and brown versus white, yada, yada, that whole spiel. So that was a good experience. Um, and not this week, but last week I was in a condom fashion show Ooh. and I actually brought gifts for you and Fresco. But of course, Fresco didn't come. So I'll just give you yours. I have for you a little sex goodie bag thing. Oh, Um February, I believe it was either National Condom Month or National Penis Month, one of those. Um, the gold so, rappers. <laughs> so there's a couple things in there. There's like a penis ruler in there. Um, and so the purpose of the penis ruler, so it came from a company called One Condom. And you use, because a lot of times with, um, what is it, with condoms, people will complain, oh, condoms too big, condoms too small, and these condoms can fit me. Well, with the penis ruler, you can accurately measure the length and width of your penis, and then from that, order... This is great. <laughs> and then from that, you can order from that company, and they have, you can order, like, the specific condom that fits you. This is great. <laughs> this is great. The con- the penis ruler, and then you can then order the correct side of the condom, so the excuse of, this is choking me, this is too tight, this no is... No longer. Oh. <laughs> um, and just in general... Is this a condom? Yes. Okay, I just didn't... Right, it looked a little yeah, fun. On the, it looked a little too is. fun like, on the outside. What is this? Uh, <laughs> candy? Lube? Yeah, <laughs> like, what is this? Now, there are packs of lube in there as well. Um, there's two different types of lube in there. Uh, like I said, there's different condoms in there. Uh, that's a dental dam, I believe. What yes, does dental is. dam do? Um, so that protects your mouth or the a person's like vagina with like oral. So sex. when you go down on her, mm-hmm. or okay, so yeah. it protects my mouth. How? 
Um, so that you know, when you put your mouth on somebody's vagina, oh, like, oh, 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 like a yeah. condom, <laughs> kind of like a barrier. Got you, got you, got you. So you put it on, keep it on the outside. I just didn't know if this held your cheeks, <laughs> like your, your your lips open. Because sometimes when you down there, your jaws. I didn't know this Lock was a jaw a protector. Bit. Yeah, I didn't know this was a jaw protector or something. <laughs> no, it protect. It's, it acts like as a barrier, so you could kind of like put it over the vagina and like hold it open with your hands or whatever while you go to town. That is also a dental dam. I think mm. this one is flavored. That those are not. Um, this is awesome. I forget what that is. This is this is. I'm just going through it. Don't, yeah, so don't just me. just a little goodie bag, a this. variety. I have like so many condoms right now. So I was like, how can I get rid of some of this? So I was like, oh, I'll make little goodie bags. For how could you guys. not think of me? Right. I was like, I'll make little. That's lube. Okay. 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 <laughs> so. I, I, I love this goodie bag. Thank you, Kayla. You're welcome. You're so. Kayla now. You're not Kayla. You're Kayla. Right. I was Kayla. And yeah. That's the sex educator yeah, right there. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm Kayla. We're serious that now. <laughs> Kayla, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, yeah. So, that was a very fun experience doing the condom fashion show. I know a lot of times when I mentioned that, the people, they're like, condom fashion show. But it, it's not that serious. Like, I literally just took a bunch of condoms and put it on T-shirts and made them look cute. It sounds crazy, but I'm really interested. When this podcast is over, I'm really interested <laughs> in measuring myself to actually find out my correct size and then trying the correct size on and then testing it out to see. Like, like honestly. An experiment. Like, right, because sometimes I will go to the store and be like, I don't know what to buy. Exactly. Like, I don't want to choke myself. I don't want the triple extra larges right. to slip off. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't, you really don't know. Yeah. And it was at one time, there was an age where men just bought the gold wrapper because like exactly. it, it meant something. Yeah. If you pulled out the gold. The golden ticket. Yeah, but when that thing yeah. slipped off, you know what You're I mean? <laughs> you look like a nut. You're embarrassed. Yeah, so, yep. And then, even if you... Um, you know, don't use condoms for whatever reason. It's still, I feel like it's a fun thing to do in the bedroom, you know, ask your girl or your partner, be like, measure me. Yeah. <laughs> Whip yeah. it out on her, be like, yeah. measure me. So, yeah. you know, use it how you like. Yeah. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for those of you, if your sex life is stale, pull ask the your partner yeah. to measure your penis. Just measure it. Let's, let's just play a game. <laughs> you know? So, that was my, that was my week. <laughs> how was your hey. week? <laughs> How's my mental health and week? You ask? Yes, absolutely. Yes. How's All your mental right. health? All right. I thank you for asking. <laughs> my mental, yo, I don't know. I've had a crazy week. And I don't know if it's just like a change in like vitamins, anything. I don't know. I don't know. But my body's, I'm reacting differently. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure negatively? out. I think, I think, I'm, I think my body's getting used to just new things. You know, just starting a new diet, working out. Um, harder. I'm changing some things, and I've just had a crazy week to where I don't really know if, like, I self-diagnosed myself with anxiety a few months ago, maybe a year ago. I don't know what it is. Like Google did, because it was just like I get the nerves, and you know, what I'm saying the things just happen. I'm gonna put a tab on that because I want to talk about that. But go ahead. Okay, but I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I felt this week I might need a doctor's appointment or something to you actually should. go deeper into it because. This nervous energy just comes out of nowhere and it's bothering me. And it's just like mental health. Yes. Go to a therapist. I'll go to a therapist, but I just think that I might need to go see a doctor, too, so we can look at some things. Well, yeah, second opinion. I don't know what's triggering it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I'm good now. I feel great now. But I think this past week has. I don't know. I don't know if it's a sign. I'm going to go get to the doctors, but I also look at it as. When you're not completely, if you're not taking care of your body, I might need rest. 
that I'm going to say that I might need more rest, mm-hmm. but I'm just I'm just doing a lot. Like for example, it was Friday. Was it Friday? Friday or Thursday? I think it was Friday. I went to the gym, and the workout that I was doing called for a hundred squats. Ugh. Not at one time. Okay, I about to say you lost Hell no. Me. Hell no. But the, <laughs> the goal called for 100 squats and to do it in as short of a time as possible, go for seven minutes, which is what it says. So I'm, I'm in there working. And I picked the weight I thought I could do 15 times, which I did 15 times. So the goal was to do it 15 times per, get to 100. Mm. I did it 15 times once, and after that, it kept going down. But that's normal because, you know, your body's in working now, and you're already fatiguing yourself. So, yeah, so you're not you supposed can. to do 15, 15, 15. If you can do that, then you're too light. Yeah. So make a long story short with that, my heart started racing. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I'm just like, okay, your heart's supposed Take a rest. to. Your heart's supposed to pound. But. That shows you that you're working. But then I get dizzy. <clears throat> uh-huh. So, you know me. If you do know me, I get up at 3.30 in the morning. How I'm kind of this. It's, this is part of me Dedication. might need, but this is part of me might needing to make some adjustments because just because I get up at three thirty in the morning doesn't mean that I'm actually taking care of my body the entire time I'm up and I'm getting enough rest. Yeah. So, so what time you go to bed? I try to no no later than ten. I try. Okay. But even, but that's like five, four yeah. or five hours. That's not good enough. And then when you don't sleep through the night like me, oh yeah, I wake up getting... like at two, then three. So I'm not even getting. Even if I do get four to five hours sleep, I'm not getting four it's to not five quality. Straight. It ain't quality. Mm-hmm. It ain't quality. So when that happened to me, I took a seat. I didn't even. I didn't even want to take a seat, but something mm-hmm. told me that day. Listen to your body. Yes. So I sat down. And I'm just like, damn, I woke up early in the morning to not do nothing, but you got to listen to your body. So I just might be, I might need to make some adjustments because my body's having a conversation with me. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen one of my, some of my recent videos, but I wear my sleeve mm-hmm. because I was going too hard and I hurt myself. Yeah. So instead of taking a break, what I do, Kept going. I put something put over a it. Band-aid on I put it. a bandaid over it. Yeah. That was a sign to take a, a break. No, not me. Yeah. I put sleeves on to suppress the pain and kept going. That's how I've been dealing with this ankle shit. I'm like, this shit is on fire. Last night, this shit was on fire, dog. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'd just be afraid to take off. I might lose some things. Like, because when you're, when you're do anything, when you're repetitive, you get better, you get better. And then the it's second thing, you draw back. Yeah, the second you draw back, your return, you have to start from scratch. And I just don't want to do that. But your body, you got to listen to your body. Um, so other than that, my daughter turned one. She My daughter is turned one. So adorable. <laughs> she is so. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, adorable. yeah. My daughter turned one. She's a daddy's girl. Oh I love it. I love gosh. it. I love it. Like she, she's all over me, and I love it. And we actually celebrated her uh, birthday yesterday, which was Saturday. So she turned um, one on Thursday, and we celebrated on Saturday. It was a good event, dope event. Turned out great. My son, my eighteen-year-old son, did a thing. He. Yeah, but let me tell you something, though. He performed, it was a poem for Dr. Long, who, uh, the gentleman, the father of Nia Long. Mm -hmm. He was a teacher at Trenton Central High at one time. And Nia Long was in the building. She was in attendance. And he got a chance to be on stage and perform a poem for her in honor of um, her dad. But the thing is this. He has told me that he will be doing this event. But he didn't tell me the day of. You understand what I'm saying? If somebody <laughs> says, if you just go flaw, 
in May, I got this event. I say, cool. And then that day comes, and you don't tell me about it that day, I might not know it. You ain't going to... But not... It's not <laughs> I was about to say, I, your, your children are clearly different, so that's fine. <laughs> right. But my thing is, you got to let me know the day of. Because when I found out, everybody was telling me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I felt some type of way. Hey, your son's here. Perform. Like, because I'm at, I'm at every event. I'm at every... And it, and it wasn't the fact that it was just Nia Long there. No, I would have loved to meet Nia Long. <laughs> but I'm at every event. Every event. When he... Because my son is into acting. Mm-hmm. So when his role calls, uh, calls for him to perform for 10 seconds, I'm there. I've been to those. Aww. When his role calls for him to have, you know, the main character in it, I'm there. So just me not being there... Kind of hurt a little It hurts because it's like, I'm like... But then I got to thinking... It could be a sickness in a way to where if you feel like you're not at one, you were never at any of them. You see what I'm saying? Like a self-guilt. When you chase your own tail, who who am I trying to prove? What am I trying to prove? I missed one. Woo, big woo. (laughs) You feel what I'm saying? So that's something that you might just need to check, though. Sometimes I think if you actually look deep into it, if you miss an event, don't hold that over your head. Like, oh, my bad parent, I didn't go. I didn't know nothing about it. Like, nah. Still. the next one. Yeah, that's how you think about it. But Nia Long was at this one. <laughs> the next she time. good. Oh, she, Nia Long looks great. <gasps> so I just wish she would have let me know that. Um, not. I just, wish she I just wish she would have <laughs> let me know that that event was uh, that night. Because I would have went. Because I'm in the crib. Minding my business. And boom. Oh, your son's here. What? Anyways. It is what it is. But that was my week, man. My week was, um, you know, just a roller coaster. You know, me raising, you know, my four kids. I'm all over the place with them. My son just got over a week-long cold. Ugh. He had a fever for a week, and that was kind of spooky because mm-hmm. you just don't know what that like. But Definitely. all of these things happening, yeah. Um, it was at the point where if he was sick for, like, one more day, he would have had to go to the ER mm-hmm. because, you know, people... Yeah, well, especially with fevers and stuff. Yeah, that like can he was he, he was fighting 103, 103 for, like, Days. Yeah, that can literally like mess up your body. Yeah, some days it would go down, then it go back up, and you just like, yo, like if this is because he went to the doctors, and the doctors they like he's okay. You know how many times we've done that to the parents who've done that, taking their kids to this doctor. One time it was the flu. He was real young. Mm-hmm. Take him to the doctors, and the doctors were like, he's fine. And you take him to another hospital, the and ER, they're like, and they're like, oh, good thing you brought him, and you just like. Well, what do that's how that's how these doctors do black people. It's crazy. Yep. Some something similar like that happened to my um my cousin Dawn. Something was wrong. Her body wasn't producing something enough something with either cholesterol or protein, whatever. And she kept going to the one doctor. The doctor kept telling her that she was fine. But then luckily she works at a hospital and then so she went to the doctors there and they were like they had to put like a stint in her, like right then and there. Mm. And it's like so she was literally walking, ticking time bomb. Mm. But luckily, she listened to herself and was assertive enough to know that, like, something is wrong with me. I mm. need to go somewhere else. Like I said, she ended up having to get a stint yeah. right then and there. That's so basically what we're saying. There's nothing wrong with a second opinion, maybe a third. And listen to your, like Flaw was saying before, listen to your body. You know your body best. You know when something's wrong. Facts. Doctor. That's how I feel about my ankle because I went through all that shit and they told me nothing was wrong. But, like. My shit burns still. Mm. So still? something's yeah. Oof. Like something's wrong. Mm. Um but I wanted to touch back on the anxiety thing that you mentioned. 
I realized lately that whenever I, I'm an overthinker in the sense that I like to plan shit. I mm-hmm. like to plan. I'm a Taurus. I, I like structure. I can, I'm a little malleable, but in general, I like structure. And when shit doesn't go the way I thought it was going to go, that like freaks me out a little yeah. bit. That and pressure of the unknown, which goes back to wanting to plan shit and wanting to know how shit's going to be. When I was on my way, because when I did the server thing, Yesterday, that was my first time ever doing something like that. And I was nervous as shit before I went. Like, I couldn't even put on lotion because I was sweating so much. Like, I didn't want to make that be be even sweatier. And, like, I had, like, a weird dream the night before that, like, I fucked up and was late and couldn't fit my clothes. And then I was sweating so much the whole time. Like, my heart was racing. And I'm like... Is this anxiety? Like, right, you don't know. That's what I'm, I'm like, saying. You like, yo, go over me is this right anxiety? now. Because I mean, it was bad. Like, I'm right like now. sweat stains. Like, I was so fucking nervous, and and I had to think about like, why am I acting like this? Yeah. And I was like, because I'm about to do something new for the first time, yeah. and I don't know. And what you to don't expect. know. You don't know what to expect. That fear, the that. unknown, is is like <sighs> that's been like getting to me lately. And I was like, Kayla. Relax. First of all, I want to apologize if you got it from me because I think no. no <laughs> you I honestly off think of me. <laughs> I honestly think anxiety can be rubbed off because there was a time where I never had anxiety, and even though I can be like you, where I like to plan stuff, and if it doesn't go the way I planned it's just it, like, okay, huh? Next. But Let's... recently, the last few years, the shakes, the 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 like, it's just, I just like I sweat, and you like, yo, what is this? <laughs> Why am I so un? Uneasy with the unknown. Yeah, when you don't know how something's going to turn out, it drives you bananas. Yeah, that shit. That was really weird for me yesterday. Like by the time I got to the event, like I had a little headache because I was yeah. just like so. Yeah, I'm like, it's. Am I getting sick or am I like yeah, you don't you really like, don't know? I had to. I had to like. I talked myself down. I started like talking to other people, and then after a while, I was cool. Um, like I said, overall, it was a, a fine experience. But I'm like, damn, yo, that's really like my fear of the unknown. That's some real like, stuff. I don't I don't like that. I got to work on that. I'm glad you brought it up because that's honestly what I was trying to say. Yeah. And it's based on not knowing what's going to happen. What's going to happen because I like to have stuff planned. Like, for example, I in my head, I was freaking out yesterday because when I have my daughter, mm-hmm. I like for her to take naps around noon. So when she takes her naps around noon, she sleeps about two and a half hours. I know she's going to be asleep around a certain time. Yes. But when you have yes, a birthday Dad, party. Just, <laughs> Come on, parenting let me tell you something. So when you have a birthday party, in my head, I'm like, her nap's thrown off. <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> I'm you pissed. such a parent. I'm not even, now, I'm not even happy. Because now she's going to be up all night or she's going to fall asleep early in the middle of the party or something. This is a fact. Like, <laughs> this is a fact. So what did she do? Fell asleep at the party. I I do. So now I'm in the party. Kids like, love falling asleep at party. I'm in the party. Like you gonna be a boy night? I spent all this money for you, and you sleep at your old party. Well, she made it to the end. Oh, okay. But when you fall asleep, but when the kid falls, see, there was no real nap. Mm-hmm. So when you take the nap at five p.m., <laughs> you now got energy to be up all night. Did she do that? No. Oh, okay, good. And that's where I wanted to get at. And I actually wanted to... I, let's save it for... Because we got a topic later for the traits that we actually want to swap out. Remember that? Yes. So yes. let's... I'm going to save that. Hey, to be continued with that topic. Yes. But right now, I want to clap for somebody. And I really wasn't going to do it this week because I didn't have nobody to clap for until I looked... At, 
Who wasn't going to clap for nobody. I wasn't going to clap for nobody, but then I found somebody to clap for because I went on Google and saw that somebody... Did something good. Well, they were giving something good. So with that being said, man, we going to clap for Curtis Jackson, a.k.a. 50 Cent. Why? <laughs> I woke up this morning to, and I found out that 50 Cent won a NCAA Image Award for directing Power. And that's a big move. Power has been on for about six seasons, and I don't know what awards this show might have won, if even nominated, but some of the conversation was a lot of this show is being looked over. It's not getting its respect. What? What does the NCAA have to do with power? The 51st, um, it's a... NCAA, like, college sports, right? No, no, no. N- oh, shit. NAACP. Damn. Okay. Hey. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, glad was, you caught that. Yeah, I was like, NC, I was like, what do college sports got to do with? But you're right. Okay, NAACP. Okay, continue. Image Award. I that, didn't say NCAAP. I'm looking right at it. I so didn't say that. No, 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 you said NCAA. God damn. Damn, granddad. Woo! <laughs> Yo, he's got damn glasses. They, right. they, 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 they don't work. <laughs> I had to start. They just, they just make, no, I'm glad you did. Because I was like, what the 50 cents wins the in. See? You're right. Because you know why? This That's way. just what I'm used to saying. I'm looking right at it, but I will still say NCAA. 50 Cent wins the 2020 NAACP <laughs> Award for Directing Power. Thank you, Kayla. You're welcome. I was trying to think. I'm like, why would college sports, especially these racist ads that be capitalized? Yo, NCAA is stuck in my head, but it's the NCA, NC, NC, NCAA. Granddad, what's good with I you? I can't get it. I can't get it. And I'm looking right at it. NAACP. They won the award. Shout out to 50 Cent. I'm about to get off this topic because I can't. <laughs> but he wins. Shout out to 50 Cent. Like I said. Um, he's worked hard. Yeah, he, he definitely worked years. hard, man. Um, he has. And I just got finished watching one of his other shows called For Life that comes on NBC. Uh-huh. ABC, one of them shows. It's a fire show. It's about a guy doing life in prison for a crime. He was set up or something. Mm. When a show comes on, he's already been doing nine years. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound exciting, but when you watch it, it's very powerful. Had mm-hmm. me in my feels. Like, I was really on some about to... Woo. I hate the world. Yeah, like, woo! Like, man, and, and the dude acting in it, I can't think of his name, but he gives me that. He gives me those Denzel Washington vibes. So shout out to him. I shout out to uh, the 50 Cent for winning this award. I'm going to clap for you too, Kayla, for... Uh, correcting me and not <laughs> allowing I didn't me chastise allowing you. me to finish strong. Yes, because had I, you know, what I'm saying like because people would have been like NC all in the comments NC Davalay. Oh, oh, they're already going to kill me. Like I'm all like they're already going to get. Me. <laughs> I appreciate you though. Yes. Would you rather slash pick your poison? Let's get into it. Would you rather post your lifetime search history or publicly post your lifetime text messages? Oh, the search history. The search history? Y'all don't need to see my text messages. You feel like that? I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I would personally have to go with my search history only because... No, 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 no. I would go with my text messages. I would go with my text messages mm-hmm. only because I don't really recall everything I've searched. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. Like, I know my text messages are consistent. It might be a nude or two in there, but hey. Ooh. Come on. Right. Who doesn't have nudes in That's what phone? I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. It might be a nude, but nothing crazy. I ain't saying nothing. 
I ain't I ain't planning to murder in my text messages. Oh, I ain't like there's there's nothing crazy in my text threads ever that would incriminate me in any way. Your search engine can be misleading though. <laughs> you might I can explain. I can explain. <laughs> I would have to like it's different, and I might have to explain why I might have searched for a thing or two. Oh, yeah. but I don't remember because it's not my forte to search for crazy things. But that's not saying that I never used Google for right. what Google's for. You know, just to confirm you hear a, a right. term you never heard right. before. Like, hmm, let What's me Google this? this. Let me look into this. And then you see, you're like, oh, God. Delete. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> so I would rather my text messages be exposed than my search engine only because I'm not too sure of everything I've ever searched for. But I know that my text messages can be highly uh, repetitive. Same, ah. same stuff. Okay. How you, yeah, okay. <laughs> you. Fine, yeah. That's, that's you, flaw. You. Okay. Where are you at? Okay. <laughs> and I'm glad that you said that because I don't want you to think that's just how I text you. That's what everybody gets. Hey, what's up? Uh, like, short and sweet, my conversations yep. are real. Emoji short and sweet. I. Episode one, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can, be you, can, you can write me a book on how you feel. I will reply with Okay. okay. That don't mean I don't care how you feel, but that's all I got to say. You read it and you confirmed that you read yes. the message. Okay. You either want to get an okay or a thumbs up emoji. Literally. <laughs> He's not lying. This is, this is a fact. So I will, I'm more comfortable and safe with what I text than what I searched. My text be all over the place. Can you get, can you explain, can you go into further detail without incriminating yourself as to why you would want what you want? A group. Chats, for sure. For others, or are you the type to be like in this group chat? You wild as hell, but kind of sometimes, and not not only me, but sometimes other people who are in. I have multiple group chats, by the way. Sometimes the things that other people have said in the group. Chat, so you're protecting them. Yes, uh, yes, protecting them as well. Oh, you you a sweetheart. You would rather expose your search engine than expose the other friends and your text message. Well, yeah, and, and nudes, you know, there's a lot of nudes. Well, not a lot, but... No, you already... There are, <laughs> there are a lot nudes. of fucking... <laughs> there are some nudes in there. I don't want people to see my body. I don't want people to see the other people's bodies either. Um, I, you know what? I wasn't thinking that. I, was, I wasn't thinking of everyone else, but once again, it's not nothing crazy, like... And also, I've just been told a lot of confidential information in my text messages. There it goes. So. There it is. Don't blame it on the news. Right. <laughs> Don't blame it on the news. You really try to put it on the news. The truth is coming out. Yeah, there I'm we just go. trying to Let's protect go. people. Let's I'm, go. I'm, I'm a protector. You know where a few bodies are. Let's go. Yeah, I'm here to protect people. Whereas with my search history, I'd have searched everything. I'm in the health field, so I'm forever searching random sex stuff and random diseases mm. and whatever. I mean, oh, well, y'all can see. Maybe y'all learned something looking through my search history. I was just thinking that if, if you give up your search engine, that just might be education for people who don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> see? That it's makes not sense. all about the nudes. That makes sense. Um, now, I came up with this crazy um, scenario. scenario because just how my mind works. You know, sometimes to be a podcaster, you have to make crazy things. Assumptions out of things that you would probably never, would, somebody else would never ask. But you would like to hear it? Hear it go. Hear me out on this, right? You're in a relationship with someone for years. Or it doesn't have to be years. I want this to be, you know, as wide open as it can. 
You're in a relationship with somebody for years, or it doesn't have to be years. You become good friends with one of his or her relative slash friends. So it could be a relative or a friend. Y'all break up. The relative slash friend has been has had your best interest for years. Or however long y'all were or together. Or however long y'all were together. Would you date him or her or would you avoid it because he, she is related to, is a relative or a friend of your ex? I came up with this because personally me, your boy, I believe in soulmates. I do believe in soulmates. You're one of those. Yes. Oh, so you're not one of them. I believe <laughs> that there's somebody for everybody. I believe that some of you are in relationships and not with your soulmate. Oh, yeah, of course. I believe that you can be in a relationship right now and meet your soulmate, leave your relationship for better, for, for a greener land. And that person just so happened to be your ex's cousin. <laughs> Should it matter? Yeah. But my love... The, the person, as soon as I came into this relationship, I got with you, we was cool. And over the years, I've built a friendship with this person, whether it be your homie or your relative, your cousin, or your brother, right? I've built a relationship with this person. We've got more in common. We, like, we know each other. Like, we know the ins and outs. And because sometimes, how many times have... We put, right, a restriction on somebody that might have been the one because of, You're, I used to mess with your boy. I used to mess with somebody you know back in years. I feel like that's the it code. It is, but are, we hurting our, but, are, but are we hurting ourselves, though? I think that in some situations, Maybe? it could hurt you. I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't violate the code. I actually was just talking to somebody about this. I talked to somebody or dated him literally in high school, so... 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 10 plus years ago, because this was before I graduated. So over 10 years ago. And one of his friends is like always right at me, like all the time. Every time I post something, he always has some flash shit to say. And like, I'll admit, we have gone out a few times. You can say we, we've gone on dates because he's always paid. I know how y'all like try to classify dates with women. I ain't never pay for shit. <laughs> um, but... At the end of the day, I'm never going to do anything with him because that's that was a childhood friend. And yeah. I don't care how long ago it was. Like, And at one time, he was just saying some crazy shit to me. And I was just like, you do know that I know that you know I used to date such and such, right? Hmm. Like, I don't care how long ago it was. You you do know that I know you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, what what are, what is going on here? That could be a little different because... You don't know if that's your soulmate. Right? I know for a fact he's not my okay, soulmate. Okay, okay, so yeah, that's different. So if that's the case, yeah. I used to mess with your boy. I'm not interested in you, but I'll hang out with you. You can buy me dinner, but that's about it. But I guess... Oh, you're... Okay, I see what you're saying. If it... But then... if Because you, you were, know, you know. But your only reason you're not going to date this person is because I dated somebody you know. I, I would really... I, I mean, I've never been in that situation, so I... It's okay. hard to speak on it because I feel like if you were with, you were in a relationship with somebody else, then, and of course it's okay to have connections and be cool with relatives and friends and stuff too, but like, what was your, 
intention with forming that relation, that friendship or whatever with that other person, you're, I feel like your romantic focus should have been on the person you was with. That's a fact. But like, that's why I said a relative or because because you're in a relationship and you get brought around friends and family. Mm-hmm. And you just click with that person that you that you're around them based on the family, not because I went out and made a new best friend randomly. But when you go to family functions, this guy has always had your best interests. You talk and you realize that you got way more in common with that person than you do the person you with. Now you didn't know because at the time you didn't know him. You met the this cousin was it first. right you met the- now. I, I, I meet the cousin after you. Don't you hate that when you meet the finer cousin or the finer friend after the and you. And what do you do because of the cold? You, you don't like, pursue, right? You take that loss, but in reality, that might have been. That's why I wanted to have this conversation because uh, I don't know. If we need to take that cold because let's face it. I, I know what you're asking, right? Have you ever done this before? Same. Oh so no, <laughs> but I probably would. Well, see, it's easier for guys to do stuff like that, though. Again, that's a that's a double standard. A Swiss, ain't that what Swiss and Alicia Keys did? Wasn't Swiss married, but Swiss, but Alicia dated Swiss. He might have told her they're on the process of divorce. I don't know, but in a sense of, I'm still married. But when he started hanging with Alicia, he knew that this was where he wanted to be, yeah, and, and he then, sped up the process, mm-hmm. and it made it seem like. She ruined the home, and that's right. what she got bashed for. Oh, she right. she broke we the don't home, know. yada yada. But and it wasn't that much. I mean, I'm sure he got back. Oh, you're a cheater. Oh, you left right, your wife. Right. But it's, it's always the woman. The woman always gets more backlash than than the men. Because at the end of the day, it's the man's going to do what he's going to do, and then a the woman, you know better. You're a hoe. You broke up a happy home. You knew that man was married. But look at him now. On the outside looking in, they look right. On the outside looking in. So they can make everything look beautiful. You never know. I mean, on the outside, that's why I say on the outside looking in, they look great. They look happy. And all relationships have their up and downs. But Swiss and Alicia got, you know, killed for the way they went about it while he was still married to his wife. But when you know, you know. So that's my thing. Like, yo, like, you're it. So what I'm supposed to wait till like it's all said and done in order for me to, to probably miss out? That's how would you feel? Weird. How would you feel if the dude you was interested in was like, "Yo, divorce ain't final yet, but wait for me." Like, would you do it like that? You got six months. See, now what if the, like we ain't the? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Matter of fact, you got a year. But now, see, I've been in that situation. Well, the person didn't tell me to wait, but per se. But I've been in a situation where I was, I guess, talking to someone who was separated. But there's a difference. And I feel like people just be falling for the okie doke when it comes to that. Because I understand that, you know, obviously, realistically speaking, divorce can be complicated. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't happen in six months. It can right. take time depending on what state you're in and kids and assets and all that. So I get that. But... There's a difference between somebody being separated and using that as an excuse to fuck around or it's like, no, I'm dead ass not fucking with her. Like, here's the here's the court dates. Here's the documents. I moved out. I have my own place, like keeping me updated without me having to mm-hmm. ask. Like, that's how I know. That's how I can tell the difference between somebody who's serious about me and leaving the previous relationship versus someone who's being secretive and not 
giving direct answers when I asked direct questions or just not telling me anything. Well, that kind of killed my next uh, question because I was going to say you do have situations where you still live <clears throat> with your wife and I'm having conversations with you. Then like, absolutely not. No. Well, well, that's the thing. Not everybody's going to handle it that way. Like That's a dope way to handle it. But then you got some that's, you know, listen, we ain't sleeping together, but you don't know that. We're exactly. still under the same roof. That's Love. what you know. And he goes, listen, I'm working on a way to get out. Unfortunately, he doesn't have money saved up to get his own place right now. They're still living together. So they're still going half or on the bills and everything like that. You know, you then had that conversation with him. He's like, listen, I'm here. I just need you to give me some time. Okay. Would you do it? That's the thing. You do what you're going to do. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And then we can meet up when we meet up. And that can be that. That's the gamble. Because like I say, when you know that this is it. You were like, listen, she don't believe me. I got to make something happen now. Yeah, exactly. And you do desperate things. So you might go, hey, listen, I'm just sleeping the whole time. I don't know what you do in those situations, but, you know, when you know that you're, the person that you're meant to be with is right there and you're still in a situation, it's like, do what, what you do you need do? To do? But there are some at the people, end of the day, you'll communicate what's going on and you'll do what you need to do. Mm. But all that being secretive and sometimey and... You know, not communicating, it, it's that that ain't the move. But when somebody says, look, this is what go, this is what's going on. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? That when you when it show when you show effort and initiative, I believe that way more than just, oh, yeah, I still stay with my baby mom. Oh, yeah, I still stay with my, <laughs> my girl or my wife. OK, so what the fuck are you going to do about it? And it's crazy because like the way that that, that just like you're mocking the casual answer of somebody who's kind of really not that educated in how to express himself and what's really going on. Cause sometimes you'll get that. Yeah. I still live my baby mom, but we ain't fucking though. Like you'll just get that. You, yeah, you don't really get a full explanation on what he's really trying to say. But if he actually knew how to express himself, you would probably get a better understanding of that situation. And I kind of know what you're thinking, right? To where damn, I forgot where I was going to go with it. I really did. But, Damn, Dad. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but to answer to answer my own question, oh yeah, this is what I was going to. This is where I was going. This helped me reminded me. When you break up, and you might think that okay, me and her, we broke up, and she's now going to date a relative or a close family. Does that affect family and friends, right? Or jealousy, or you get mad at somebody that they're dating? But nine times out of ten, and maybe not that high, we're always still going to feel some type of way over your. Her or his next relationship. Either I, way, we're going to look at that person. I think that's weird. weird? It's, it's more so when it comes to family. Because with friends, it could be like there's levels to friendship. Everybody's everybody's fucking friend. Yeah. Especially if you're dating someone, you know, if the dating pool is small, if you're dating within your own city, everybody knows everybody. Everybody's friends. Everybody's cool with each other. And then, of course, as, especially with women, as soon as you talk to someone who might know your ex or whatever. Oh, that's my bro. Oh, that's my... Nigga, you ain't never brought him up ever before. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, that's yeah. your bro. Like, wh- well, whatever. I'm fucking with your bro now. Now what? <laughs> Next. Like, whatever. And I, I hate when guys try to, try to guilt trip you and stuff. But like you said, that's part of the little jealousy that sometimes people have when you move on. But I think that's... Well, family's a little harder, though, because you got to go around the same family. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's weird. That I... I and those are the things that I just want to challenge. Because even though it's weird and it is weird, it's hard to actually wrap your mind around it because that's just how we 
are conditioned to think like it is weird. Especially like if there's no kids, like if there's kids involved, that's when it get worse for me. That's a lot. Yeah. But if there's no kids involved, oh, you got a little wiggle room. Yeah, it's a smidge, right? A smidge, <laughs> because I'm basing this off of if this is the soulmate, not. I'm going to date a few family members and none and of them worked out. Like. Right. No, I'm not saying that. Sound I'm like saying the Kardashians if you shit. get that feeling like, where you just, where you look at that person, you're like, this is it. You're the person. I think that sometimes you just throw the rules out the window sometimes. If this is it. That's got to be a crazy feeling. That's, I hope I'm never in that dilemma. I seen this happen at a young age. Um, a young couple got together. This is like high school, right? A young couple got together, and back then everybody used to have cliques and crews. And this young couple broke up, and she started dating somebody that was in that clique. And everybody was just like, oh, man, that's crazy. But guess who's happy? Probably still to this day. They are. Because eventually you'll have your opinion on it, but guess you still got to go. Still? You got to go live your life. You, yeah. you, you might only think about it if you see them. But, other, but the other... And how long does it take to ask that question? A few seconds. The other 24 <laughs> hours, the like, other 23 hours and 59 minutes is based on you. Your life. So it might cause some conversation from other people. But at the end of the day, Perhaps. it does not affect you. And honestly, I don't know if they're still together, but they actually were together for a very long time. I hope they still are. But this was high school days and I'm almost 20 You're years like, out of high school. Damn. Say no. But. Yeah, you, you bugging. <laughs> but. They, I guess they they were a better match than the first couple. That's Clearly. that's my point. That's my point. Yeah, that's really my point. Do you miss out on something great because you we we chose the wrong one first? That's yeah, all I'm saying. He's sticking to the code. Cause... That code to get you lonely because <laughs> the person you know you're supposed to be with you don't want to do it because of the code. Well, maybe that's why my ass has been single forever because I'm sticking to code. Your soulmate <laughs> might be somebody you already know. I wouldn't be surprised. They say that that by a certain age or whatever, you already know your soulmate, and I just be like, "Who? <laughs> you, are, you already <laughs> you already know who that is." I don't, and that's scary because the pool isn't looking too great. Who? Mm. I don't know. We'll figure it out. You day. brought a topic to my um, attention, and it was about a black man choosing to vent to you. Yes, I saw it on Twitter. Somebody. And, of course, I caught a little bit of a, I guess you could say, heat for it. A little discussion went on back and forth. Some positive, some, what are you talking about? Um, A black man choosing to vent to you, you have no clue about the compliment he just gave you. And... I get it because in this world everybody hates black men. That well, that's that's the message that's always pushed out. No one, the black man is constantly under attack. Um, you know, black men, black women, we're always at each, ooh, we're always at each other's necks. Um, you see it all the time on social media. Men are trash, women are trash, yada yada. Um, and I understand that it's very difficult for black men to find spaces in which they feel safe. And comfortable and heard and understood so that they can, you know, talk about their thoughts, their feelings and work through some of the, the shit they've been through or some of the shit they feel. I get it. But my point that I made on Twitter. I understand, you know, I get it that it takes a lot for a lot of black men, most black men to open up. But at the same time, I am not a therapist. Yeah. Tell me about your day. Of course, I'm not saying don't talk to me unless you 
handing me money or taking me somewhere or we're fucking and that's it. Like, of course, tell me about your day. Tell me how you feel. Open up to me about your past. You know, tell me about maybe some of the not so great things that you've felt or been through in the past. But if you start talking about some deep shit or if I see that, you know, you're engaging in certain habits like, you know, drinking, smoking, whatever, unhealth, whatever an unhealthy habit is, instead of dealing with whatever you're feeling, you're doing something else that could be detrimental to your health mm-hmm. to quote unquote deal with what you feel. Dog, you need to go to a therapist. Mm. And I caught a little flack for saying that. That I said, you know, I can only take but so much. At a certain point, I'm going to tell my partner or whoever to go get therapy. And black people, don't, black men don't be trying to hear that. I caught a little flack for that. What were they saying? Why you caught a flack though? Why? Well, some people are like, Dag, that's cold. You should, you're not going to listen to your man. And then some. I mean, it's levels. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, depends on what you are venting to me about, you know? Yeah. Because, of course, again, I, I'll listen to course i want to hear how your day was who's getting on your nerves at work because it's not just about black men sometimes if a woman start talking to me about something i don't want to hear it's like hey, yo fan i don't want to hear that <laughs> yeah i can't help you with that because just you know just talking to me about some of your innermost traumas or you getting drunk and then rambling on about whatever telling whatever crazy stories like i can't do anything with that i thought the post was BS myself. Um, a compliment? It's not a compliment. We get to the point where it's more of, oh, you want to hear it? Sure, here it go. Because yeah, there's, and then unloading. Yeah, but because it's not a compliment. It's just when you when we do find somebody to actually talk to, it's like okay, it's it's, it's shocking. You want to hear what I got going on? Sure, well, here it is. It's not a it's not a compliment. Like we're not giving you a compliment. It's 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 kind of hard to explain. Because for some men, like me, and I use myself as an example, I still haven't figured out how to express myself without me thinking that I sound weak or less of a man. So if I feel like anything that I say will go against me being a man, I will say, hey, I'm not just going to say these things. I'm not going to tell nobody. I'm going to keep it to myself. Sometimes we feel like one complaint is a symbol of weakness. Also, when I do get the opportunity opportunity to talk to women about certain things, I'm very sensitive to their reply. Mm-hmm. And the reply that I seem to get that kind of bothers me the most is when they say, now you know how women feel. I don't because I'm not a woman. So, no, I don't. But that don't, I don't even get that far. <laughs> I just shut down. Like okay, bitch. Never mind. This is why it's I don't like, talk to people is, in the first exactly. place. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. This is why. So when you say it's a compliment, it's not a compliment. It's a. Are you sure you ready for this? If you're going to receive it with what you are receiving it with, then we're going to. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to have an issue. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when 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 I saw that and it said it's a compliment for a black man to vent to you, I don't think we look at it that way. We're actually just looking for somebody to listen. Yeah, and I mean, I could, I, I guess it's a compliment in a sense where you know it's hard. Again, it's hard for for people in general and black men to to feel safe. So the fact that if what if I'm I don't know in a relationship with somebody and they you know trust me 
or they, they feel that like, they know they can trust me and open up to me. They left their guard down. I don't want to say it's a compliment per se, but it's like, okay, you can sense that I'm a good person. You can sense that I'm here for you. And I'm, I'm glad that you feel that. But I wouldn't call it necessarily a compliment. Yeah, like I, you should I, be able to open yeah, up to your... I think that's the word that's throwing me up. It's not a compliment. I didn't like... like <laughs> I know what you... Whoever created that meme, I know what they were trying to do, but that's not it. That's definitely not what we're hitting for. It's like, oh, I actually do want to talk to you. Like, you should want to talk to me. We're like, together. me telling you my problems is a compliment. Like, me about to uh, un- unload all this BS on you... That's like, a compliment. That, that's like, a compliment? This transfer of negative energy is a compliment. And once again, I know the person that created it might have meant something. And whoever that person was, I would definitely love to hear your explanation as to why you think it's a compliment. But coming from a man, I'm telling you that it's not a compliment based on how most of us feel. And most of us feel, yes, we are unheard. And if we do uh, choose to vent, it has to be. And maybe, I guess maybe what they mean is when we... But it don't mean that. So I'm contradicting myself all in one in one circle. What it could mean is because we aren't heard, then when we get the opportunity to do it, like we're actually choosing that person because we trust them. But I don't think it's that. I think that we're so um, sheltered when it comes to our feelings, our feelings. We're kind of just looking for anybody to hear us out. So it's not a compliment. It's just like, oh, you somebody. Wanna, yeah, somebody. Yeah. So we're not giving you the exclusive interview. We're not giving you that. That's a compliment. I choose you. Because you're here and you're listening. Right. You just happen to be here. <laughs> right. When I felt like talking. When I, right. So it's not a compliment. But. Then I had, I had somebody else reply and they said, well, therapists aren't there to help you. They're just there to study you. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, did somebody tell you that or was that actually your experience? Because that's another thing that people tend to do when it comes to therapy. Everybody, oh, you're going to go see a shrink and it's all hearsay about what therapy is and isn't. And that's another thing that hinders black men or black people, people in general from seeking therapy because of the hearsay, what people tell them therapy is. Um so then, of course, the guy kept talking to circles. I'm like, nigga, have you ever been to therapy or not? Like, answer my damn question. And he said he's been to therapy. So I said, okay. In my mind, if a therapist, first of all, if a therapist, first of all, a therapist's job is to help you. Yeah. Um, but in order for somebody to help you, they have to observe you and get to know you and, I guess, you know, quote, unquote, study you. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's within any type of relationship. In order for somebody to get to know you, they have to learn about you. They have yeah. to ask you questions <laughs> and look at how you, you know, your body language, you know, social cues, whatever, to, to get to know you. Now, if a therapist is making you feel like you're being studied versus actually heard, then maybe that's not the therapist for you. Find another therapist. I'm going to tell you why I like therapy. Yes, when you go there, you know, you're, you're going to go there and talk because they don't know you. So you go in there and you talk. Yeah, you have, they have to ask you questions and then they have to listen to you. Right. They got to get to know you in order to serve you best. What I got out of therapy, I went to two, two different black women. But what I got out of therapy was they helped my rambling make sense. I can be going through whatever I'm going through, but not know how to label it. Mm-hmm. They helped me figure out what it was. 
once they help you figure out what it is, you can then attack it. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what to attack if you don't know what it is. Yeah. You just got a bunch of stuff you're dealing with. So if you aren't experiencing that, because there are, I mean, not, not every therapist is good. Yeah. So it sucks that if your first therapy session was with a trash therapist. Then you're like, damn. Right. Because now therapy. you're like, I've heard one person say they want, I've heard many people say they want a black woman or a black man or a white person or somebody that's not from wherever because they're really afraid of what they, that what they'll say will get out. That's understandable. So we all have our reasons as to why we're picky or why we don't want to go see a certain therapist. Mine wasn't never that I didn't want to go. I just thought it was wide expensive. <laughs> and when I realized that my insurance covers it. It's lit. We, we yeah, in there. Like, that's just something I didn't know. I was like, okay, let, let me go check this out. And my experience with a therapist have been great. And I think that sometimes people, I've told people this, social media, only thing social media is for me right now is a bunch of random people put together. You feel what I'm saying? It's like when somebody says something to you about your post or you see a post that you don't agree with, for some reason it's just meant for you to see. Because like, I don't even follow you. Right. Why is this even on my timeline? Yeah, the the weird algorithms with social media and all are just so weird. We are all a bunch of gumbo, like that that gumbo soup just together. And we're all in the process of just pissing each other off because Twitter has allowed for other people to like stuff and to get on your timeline. And it might not be, and it be something that you're wild against. But guess who now got to read it? You. Yeah. And now it makes you like, why Why? Why am I reading this? Yeah. Now I want to get off Twitter because you pissed me off. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, especially when it, when people say just like inaccurate or just ignorant ass shit and it has like hella retweets. And I'm like, damn, 50,000 people like slash agree with this ignorant ass statement or train of thinking. Yeah. Like that is scary. So there's at least 50,000 motherfuckers walking around here. With that same mindset, mm. that's that's what it, it doesn't even make me mad anymore. It's just like that it's is annoying. really sad. It's annoying and it's scary, mm-hmm. especially with a lot of the stuff recently with um, you know, like sexual not sexuality, but like for example, like the whole Dwayne Wade and Zaya. I think that's her name now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of commentary around that, and I'm just like, wow, it it is scary. The mindset of some people. I'm like, I hope some of these people don't have children. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If they had children, well, I got kids, right? And you know your kids. Yeah. You know your kids. If Dwayne Wade and his daughter and Gabby and the family have come to this conclusion, it's conversations, and it's and, I, and they've said it, but you know this conversations that's been had for a long time. Yeah, you don't just wake up one day, okay, sure. Like, right. no. But when you when social media gets it, that's the picture they paint. Yeah. They make it seem like Dwayne Wade and his son at the time woke up and said, hey, I want to be a girl. That's not how it went. Right. It's that's just, never how it that's, goes. That's not how it goes. <sighs> but guess what? He knows his son. He knows his kid. So he can look back. What do you say? Five? At five, yeah. At five, right? So... You can go back and look at your kid at five and be like, hmm, I see something. But we're going to let it play out. We're going to let it play out. Mm-hmm. You, can, you, you, can, you can see at five, you can see something. 
All parents do. All parents know. How many times has a guy or a girl came out and the parents like, we knew. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. And then it's like people, it's like y'all just want Dwayne Wade to hate his kids so bad. <laughs> like it's it's sad. It's it's really sad to watch. I saw somebody say, it was either last night or this morning, they were like, well, if if Dwayne Wade's 12-year-old child is able to make that decision, then free R. Kelly. And then, like, 20,000 people like that. I'm like, that's some scary shit, that Mm. people actually agree with a statement like that. Mm -hmm. And that also shows me there's a lot of fucking sick people out here. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a lot of fucking What are you really saying? What are you saying? That R. Kelly, it's okay for a grown man to have sex with underage girls? Right. What, what, What is the message? I saw that. And I was just like, I, I didn't respond to right. it. I kept scrolling. That's a that's a keep scrolling right there. Yes, I'm that's a, just a... I'm a scroll. There's a hot seat in hell waiting for all y'all. I'm going <laughs> to keep scrolling. Yeah, because I can't even like, I, like, entertain like There's that. a reason why. Like, I don't mind talking about the Dwayne Wade thing, but there's a reason I didn't put it on the docket. It's stupid. Yeah, it's like, like I, why is that I don't that mind even? talking about it, but bro, what am I going to say? What am I going to say to Dwayne Wade and his kids? Loving his kids. What do I care? Yeah, that part too. And that's and that's something that I'm learning too as a podcaster. It's like a thin line. Like you want to have these topics and you want to touch on them only to me, only if it we can learn something from it as men and as women. I can't learn nothing from what Dwayne Wade did. That's a right. personal thing. Yeah, to me it's like, okay, he loves his kid. It's about fucking time we had more positive images of black men loving their kids. Yeah. Unconditionally. Yeah. Truly unconditionally. Yeah. Like, okay, I, great. Next topic. I think something like, happened with Snoop's son too, right? His Snoop's son quit football and now he's cross-dressing and he's in the fashion show. Oh, I didn't know You didn't that. see that? Mm-mm. Yeah. I saw, this kid, I saw this kid on Twitter and I just kept scrolling past it. Like, why? Is, why? See, here's my thing. I kept seeing this man, manly man, with makeup on. With mm-hmm. blouses on I kept scrolling Why are y'all posting this I don't know who this is I don't care So yeah, I'm scrolling like, okay. But it finally got broken down to me That that's Snoop's oldest son Oh okay. And they're just like Man I wonder what Snoop thinks What makes you think Snoop didn't know <laughs> That's that's. And if he didn't know beforehand The way social media works Between TMZ and that's Twitter what and That's what blows my mind That's what blows my What makes you think That Snoop Dogg Had no idea That his I guess he's 19 His, his oh. oldest son Oh okay Oh, the one to play football and all yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, okay. He oh. quit football. Oh, shout out to him. That's right. Fuck it up. It never <laughs> said, it, it It never, here's the thing. It didn't I, make I, a big stink about it. I never read nothing that now he is gay. I never read nothing that now he's into other things. He just wants to dress that way. And that's fine. That has nothing to do that does not affect my life. But when any- you give it to social media, they go, Snoop. I wonder Snoop. I wonder. And in my head, I'm like. Why do y'all care? Well, two things. A few things. Snoop being an artist and being on the road, it's a possibility that he missed a lot of things. Right? That's the way it goes. When you're not there, there are some things you can miss. But Snoop, the times that you are around as a parent, as a parent myself, I'm telling the world, you just know. I'm telling you, you know. So for everybody else out there that's shocked about all of these recent situations that's been happening with, you know, kids and their parents making, choosing to accept what is, these parents did not get blindsided by any new information overnight. Right. If you did, I would tell you to respond any way that you think is best for you. I don't, 
and I want to talk about that as well. It's like I don't want parents to be parents for social media. Like, what would social media do? You know, whether you agree with your kids. Say, fuck them kids and let them burn in the house and rescue their partner. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. I, whatever, how you truly feel, have that conversation with your peoples. But I really want to get away from trying to please social media. So if you accept your kids, I I think that Dwayne Wade is a pure love. Mm -hmm. It's just the fact that they are famous and they have a message and they're on the tour to talk about it. I think that what Dwayne Wade is doing is a pure 100% love for his kid. As it should be. God God forbid a parent loves their kid unconditionally. Snoop, God forbid. Snoop Dogg, I don't know. Yeah, because I haven't. I yeah. don't even know about that. And, I, and like I said, it's none of my business. But as a father, I would want Snoop to be 100% okay with what he, how he feels. Meaning, and I might catch flack for this, if your kid wants to transition and change. I want the parent to really have a conversation with how you really feel. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because from what I see on social media, I think a lot of people just want you to be like, it's okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think it's not only... I think it's important for a parent to want to have that conversation, not just to, well, why? Why? When did you... But also for the parent just to have a a true understanding of what's going on in their child's mind and life and so that they they can educate themselves cuz i think that that also becomes another component where if if your parents are parent or parents are straight they don't know anything about lgbtq well, yeah. most don't um unless i don't know they have experience in that or they have friends whatever but for for and, and i've heard this you know firsthand with a lot of my coworkers and some of my friends where you know, they, they came out to their parents or told their parents they were going to transition or whatever. And, of course, most of the time, if it wasn't the, oh, I already knew, it's the, the blow up. Oh, what the fuck? You got to get out. I hate you. Blah, blah, blah. But then when the parents come around, they start asking the questions like, well, when did you feel this way and, and why? And, um, you know, they start, you know, asking questions and Googling stuff and educating themselves, and they do that to have their own understanding and then also to be able to support their kids better. Me personally, and I always think deep, I don't necessarily think that some of those reactions are based on hate of the change. It's a lot of times just people are unhappy with themselves. Yeah, or fear because they know that what they'll have to face going out into the world being I, their true selves. I honestly think that people are miserable. I honestly think that, like, you'll get yelled at. Because you, you'll get yelled at for your parents for less, and it'd be nothing you did. Like, people are just, people haven't gone to therapy themselves. Yeah. A lot of our older, older like, we're the therapy Right, age. we're the therapy generation. We're the therapy generation. Mm-hmm. A lot of our parents ain't been. Yeah. So their emotions is all over. To me, honestly, to me, their emotions is all, and that's why they come back later. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. But their first reaction. Oh, God. What right. is this? But if that's not how you really feel, why are you reacting that way? Because you are in in tune with your real emotions. Mm -hmm. And I said this to myself, like this generation, the older generation might even be envious of this generation. Oh, for sure. Because of how how easy, I don't want to say easy, but how they're all come like they're more more of them are expressing themselves and who they want to be. And the older generation might hate that, resent that because they wish they could be this free. You understand what I'm saying? They do. Uh, They sure do. So, their reaction is just a lot of stuff that 
that older generation, they might need a lot of therapy because we know a lot of older people and they still do it today, but been sexually assaulted. But they're the ones that kind of like hold it in. You know how many mm-hmm. stories I hear about family members, about them being touched and nobody just never did nothing. They just went to church. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Our older generation needs as much therapy as us. Yeah, way more because they've been holding on to stuff for way longer. Facts. And then the only thing they did was turn to Christianity. Yeah, and still hold on put everything that. on that instead of actually expressing themselves and how they really feel. Yeah, so and then projecting all that onto their kids. Yeah, because why? You just dropped the bomb on them, and they don't know nothing about expression because everything they've done is been hidden. Yeah. So when you come out with this, boom, I'm this. But that could just be my train of thinking. They just might really some some of them might really have not not really be educated on what is. But then you also still have some that I feel for that I wish would have got therapy and it probably would have helped them express themselves with us better. Yeah. You know, but, you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Sorry. Not at all. (laughs) Go see a therapist, man. Go see a therapist. Look, we say all that to say. Basically, yeah. Go to to a therapist. I think I think a lot of decisions that are being made in the family when it comes to what it comes to, would you know what I mean? The responses would be a little bit smoother if we had a little bit of therapy in our lives, if we had a little bit of understanding in our lives, if we communicated more as a people, as a family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, boom. That being said, man, let's, let's move on. I got five questions to ask you, Kayla. And I'll answer them in return to myself. And he's all about these kind of like the conversation that we was having earlier where I said I wanted to save them for a later in the episode. So we're going to continue that conversation here when it comes to the traits and things of that nature. But I'm not going to start with that question. I'm going to go in order. Okay. But we're going to start this off like this. Do you think it's possible to fall in love the same way you fell the first time, worse or better? If it's with the same person... It could go either way because mm. it depends, like, maybe, like, how or why we, quote, unquote, fell out the first time. Um, you could come back stronger. Mm. Or if, you know, somebody did some crazy shit to, or, you know, violated somebody, you could probably never fully trust that person or open up to that person again. So you could probably never love again or love that person the same way again. So in that case, it would be the worst. Now, if it's... Moving on with a new person, um, ideally, we should learn from the mistakes that we make in previous relationships, Mm -hmm. previous situations. So you may not love, I know I wouldn't love the same because I've learned from my mistakes and my lack of information, lack of, you know, knowledge of self. Um, I would love differently because I would know what's healthy for me, what's yeah. healthy and what's not. So I would say falling in love again with a different person, it would be it wouldn't be the same, but it would be better because I know the do's and don'ts. Or ideally I would know the do's and don'ts. You would hope. Do I think I can fall in love the same way I do? With a little bit of twist to it. Because like I said earlier, when it is what it is, it is what it is. And the way they make you feel is a feeling that you might only get once or twice, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And how do you fall? How do you fall in love? You just do. Right? You can't control that. Damn, I really like that. I really like it. But you go into it with more knowledge. Yeah. Luckily, I might fall into it the same way, but I got, luckily, I'm not going to be that same person that I was. I'm yeah. not going to, like, the signs and the feeling and the gut feeling that you had before that you ignored because you was in love. You kind of know. That's not saying that you won't fall from them again, but you know that, hey, something is there. Mm-hmm. Now, whether you want to check up on it or not, that's on you. So I think that it's a possibility to fall in love and it be better. I can't really speak on worse because I'm about learning from your mistakes. Yeah. Ain't no way you're going to get me again the way you got me the first time, different person or not. Yeah, exactly. That's all I was like, for worse, I can't relate. Yeah, I can't it's relate. It's not love. I can, I can, well, you might, might be, but I can see it being worse because that person might really like, like, a person and they're going to go in blindly like before and eventually they'll learn. But the next time that they fall in love, yeah, it's a possibility that you can go in just as dumb as you was when you first went in. Our excuse the first time was this was our first time. And I I fell in love and I liked it and I wanted to keep it that way. That's sad. But and it's sad for the person and it's sad for the person after because you can fall in love, but still have that thing. Like you're never going to get a thousand percent. Of my innocence. I'm always going to keep something in the back pocket. Like, I don't know about this one. I love you to death. And boy, oh boy, am I happy. But based on past experience. I'll never love the same again. I've had a couple of older women tell me that. um, Where it was like, you know, their first love. And they were all head over heels. You know, younger, head over heels. But now they're married. And they love their partner and all that. But it's like, it's not the same. I'll never be the same. And that's sad because well, it's like, well, are you really in love? I've always thought, of, I've always, for me, I felt that way about marriage. Marriage ain't about this question yeah. for me. Like, because it was married, don't mean you're happy. Right. Well, I, I wouldn't say happy, but in love, in love, like this is the best ever. Marriage don't mean this is the best ever. Marriage yeah. don't mean that this is my best relationship, my favorite relationship. Like, damn. Damn. I wish it would have worked out with old girl from back in the day, but I'm with you now and we are better overall. Like we're well, we're more well-rounded. Like, damn, that's scary. I don't want to. It could be that. It could be like you might have had your best already. I'm buying that devil. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) You might have had your best already. I hope not. Right? It's terrible. And but if you get, but when you get married, this person that you dated before might have might be better in so many different avenues. Well, not so many, but let's just say it's better in a few. But overall. This person is good at those things that he's great at, but also good at everything else. Like, it's, oh, it's, okay. it's more around, like, y'all running a business. Y'all are doing way more than what, y'all, what you did with him. Y'all going on vacations. You ever, you ever dealt with a guy that all you did was have sex with him, but it was the greatest sex? Unfortunately. Now, can you imagine somebody? I was just thinking about him the other day. See, do you see what I mean? <laughs> now, what happens? See, you just what happens when you get married, though, Kayla? Are you gonna ask? Are you gonna forget about him all of a sudden, or no. is he gonna be a? And you know that's exactly that's, that's my point. I always say that, like, I mean, I've had good good sex or whatever after that person. I just know something about him, though. I'll I'll never have, or I have. I won't say I'll never because I'm not claiming it. Knock on wood. I have yet to find someone who. Truly 
was my match or was compatible sexually. But that's like literally the only thing he had going for him. Right. But guess what? When you get married, when you get married, the guy is not going to be as good as him. And randomly, you're going to think about. (laughs) But I I would never go back to him, though. No, you're not. But just like what the women said to you, this ain't the best I ever had. I'm happy, though. So, yeah. Oh. So sad. Yeah. I'm never going to have that dick again. Don't delete the nudes. (laughs) Keep his nudes. Keep, keep, no. keep the videos. A, I don't have any of that. You gotta, hey, you gotta, you you might want to live there, like mentally. If you could take back one of the biggest mistakes, bad decisions in your life, what would it be? I'll say, not reading when I was young, mm. and that sounds crazy. But now that I'm reading and I'm getting a lot of knowledge, because I used to blame a lot of stuff on my pops for not being there and not saying certain things to me. Because I've always been a thing. I've always had a thing for knowledge. So if things didn't go right, it's like, man, I wish I had a, a man in my life to help um, me, right? But boy, if you just opened a book or two, <laughs> you yeah. you wouldn't like opening a few books got me on my entrepreneur tip. Like, so you mean to tell me I can be a millionaire? You don't know these things. You just what they teach you growing up: get a job, go to school, go to school. They don't teach you that you can be more than what you're what okay. you are. Yeah. So and sometimes you know because I still live in the hood. But sometimes when I'm with my kids and we're out in different areas, I show them, I say, listen, you got to think beyond where, where you live. Because when you are where you are, you might think that that's all you're, ever, you're worth. You might yeah. think this is the best I can get. And it's not true. But when you show them, once you cross the street, there's so much more to offer you. So I and would you say. you deserve that. You can have access yeah. to that if you so choose. I wish I would have picked up them books sooner. Like there was a time where I just wasn't reading at all. I just was going off everything I knew. I'm like, get a job and get benefits, and you're good. But reading, man, if I would have had this knowledge 10 years ago, I might. I know. Yeah. I said the same thing. I wish I was introduced to the entrepreneur mindset yeah. younger because I probably would have did things different. Uh, for me, I would say I wish I would have stayed up where I got my undergraduate at, I wish I would have just stayed up there for grad school instead of coming home and doing grad school at home. Um, it would have saved me about $50,000. Mm. <laughs> um, because uh, student loans are real and they are scary as hell. And I mean, at the time, it was just the mindset of I wasn't happy up there. I, f- I felt isolated mm-hmm. and I was isolated for so long and I didn't have a car and I couldn't, you know, work how I wanted to work. And I was at the age where it's like, I don't want to be 25 years old living on campus without a car and barely able to get by because I'm working an on campus job. It was a, pr- I guess you could say it was a pride thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause all, it just could have been a temporary sacrifice and it definitely would have set me up a lot better financially in the long run. Um, but it was a, I wanted what I wanted and I got what I wanted. And now I really got <laughs> what I wanted because now I got them student loans. <laughs> um, but yeah, if I could do it all over, I would have stayed up in the Poconos and did my graduate program. I had, Two graduate assistantships offered to me would have paid for everything, and I passed them up to come home because I wanted to be happy. If you could be reincarnated, what are you coming back as, and why? You can it could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. You can actually come back as a human, an animal. Mm-hmm. 
I would come back as a black man, but born in Africa mm. and then come to the United States. I see the benefit because when you're born in America, that slave DNA that you can't be much is kind of the DNA is in you. Right. Like the fear of what can happen to you if you go talk outside. to a cop wrong. Right. Go outside. Yeah. I see a lot of my African brothers and sisters come over here without that fear, right? And they come over here, they're more educated. You they're know what so, I mean? They, they, so poised and just so elegant and regal. They are a, a nice representation of what who we truly we, who are. We right, what we could have been if we weren't Americanized, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I don't want to be no animal. I don't want to be no white man. I don't want to be no Asian. I would love to come back still black, but actually from Africa, come to the United States for the education. And just like I run said, shit. reading, huh? That's it. And run shit. Yeah, like, re- like, like I said, with the reading, have the knowledge I got, start businesses. Like, like <laughs> I would definitely come back as a man, a black man born in Africa. Boom. If I could come back as anything, I don't want to come back as an animal because humans suck. I mean, I, animals don't have the good <laughs> life, though, Kayla. I mean, yes. Maybe. <laughs> At least we shower and bathe. <laughs> like Animals bathe. They look themselves. I'm, all right. I'm going to let you get your shit off. <laughs> I think I would want to be. dirt. Whatever. It, humans eat animals who eat dirt. Cooked. Cooked. Whatever. <laughs> I think I would want to be an elephant. Because I like elephants. <laughs> I do. Elephants are so intelligent and they can live a long time and they're so cute. How do they bathe? I'm just, I'm on that type of time. Like, how are you bathing? <laughs> how are you know. eating? Do they, they can't wipe their own ass. That's why when it said reincarnate like your family, I don't want to be no animal. I want to be the most smartest, intelligent form I can be. That's a human. It's just so far as we know. Who knows? Well, as far as we know, right. I want to be an elephant because I <laughs> love elephants, but I don't want to be in an area where they're being hunted for their tusks. Cause you know how. And, and You're asking certain, for too much now. No, I'm not. You got to be specific with your reincarnation. I can be as specific as I want to be. I said come to America. I didn't say I want to come to America. I want to go to California and live in the best neighborhoods. You said you want to come to America, get an education, start okay. businesses. Do your thing. Do your thing. I want to be an elephant. But I want to be in an area of the world where I'm not being hunted for my tusks. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I come back as an elephant. <laughs> okay. If you could pick up one personality trait and delete one, what would it be? You go first. I would definitely love to delete my indecisiveness. Whoa, I hate that. Um, it's like you ever just have so many dope ideas, but it's just in your nature to question it yourself. Like mm-hmm. you are your biggest Hater, yeah. critic, like, ain't no, can't, you haven't even told nobody this dope idea yet, but you got to approve it first, and you came up with it, right. like, I, have, like, I gotta, I gotta prove to myself that this is a dope idea, I came up with it, I know it's dope, I know it's gonna work, and I will replace it with decisiveness, I think I would be one hell of a guy if I was decisive. Yeah. yeah. Now, what trait do you want to pick up? Decisiveness. Oh, okay. I want to be decisive. I want to be decisive. That's my trait. I'm going to swap them out. I think I'm pretty cool otherwise. Hmm. Let me think. One personality trait I would like to drop. Um, 
I would say emotionally, like, investing myself in a lot. Like, I be caring about and not caring. Like, I care. It's Of course, in general, I know when to say, like, I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about them people, what they talking about. But when I care about something or something is happening to me or somebody I care about, I can really become emotionally invested where it starts to like affect my health. Like, like I said, recently it was something going on with a family member. And I mean, it was to the point, like I went to the doctor that same day and my blood pressure was 138 over Mm. 107. Like shit really gets to me. Yeah. And especially when I can't just go up to a motherfucker and slap the shit out Mm. of him. That's what pisses me off even more. So becoming too emotionally invested in things. I wish I could drop that shit. Something I could pick up. Not giving a fuck about people mm. and saying fuck them people. Sometimes I wish because with the, the type of work I do, the type of things that I want to do, it's always centered around um, dealing with people. Um, and sometimes I just wish I was like my mom and my sister, where they just they deal with numbers, they don't deal with people. Um, and I be like, and that's where all the money be <laughs> working with money and administrative stuff. And sometimes I'm like, damn, I wish I just liked numbers. I wish I didn't like mm. people. Mm. <laughs> What experience in life do you think changed your personality forever? Me having kids. Because when you have Aww. kids and you understand the importance of it, you stop living for yourself. Which, once again, if you tie into me reading and me learning and me becoming more entrepreneurial minded, you then get, you then start to understand like you, you're not, you can't just have kids to have them. Because if I die today, they get left with nothing. If I die today, they in the hood with no guidance. Yeah. If I die today, it's no investments, it's no nothing. Now you know about investments. Now you know about credit. Now you know about, you know what, you can't just be a 60-year-old man waiting for your retirement. You can't right. be none of that. Not in today's economy. So because I have kids, and I only and not only my reading, but my hustle was on 20 because... I have to do this for them. So I would say like having the kids definitely got me because at first, no, just like, you know, I want to be a dope dad. But you realize that there's more responsibility that comes with it. And that changed me. And I haven't looked back since. And even though I'm an employed guy, you have to stay employed because, you know, you got the benefits. benefits. Right. You got the benefits and somebody has to come in until <clears throat> I get to where I need to be. Who knows if I would have that type of motivation if I didn't have the kids. Don't know. Yeah. What changed me forever? I would say my experience that, that with the guy that I was telling you about that gave me the best sex ever. That was him again. Oh, he's he was. He changed me. He in a good lot ways of on his podcast. It hell no. In 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 good ways and bad ways. Um he made me smarter, um, but he also, like, hardened my heart. Mm. And I, I definitely, like, I haven't been in a relationship since, and we haven't been together since, like, 2013? No. 2013, Like, tw- okay, yeah, 2013, 2014. Do you want this edited out? Because you do know if any of your ex booze is listening to this, they're going to realize that they're not boo, the best. They- but they're going to realize that they're not the best dick. 
I mean, that's fine. Uh, that's it, it's not that it's not that the sex wasn't bad because I don't uh-uh, do uh-uh. bad don't, sex. Don't 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 uh, bring I'm it down now. If the guys that are listening, they're going to hear this and realize, damn, so I wasn't the best dick. That's how men think. I'm telling you. I'm pretty sure I'll get some. You'll get some text. It's they, it ain't about you. See, you're missing the point. That is they listen because niggas don't be listening. They just be liking the I feature. I don't know. The numbers seem to go up when they see Kalo. Like, <laughs> the numbers go up when Kalo on. Like, <laughs> the social media, the, the traction. I'll be seeing, oh, Kalo's on. I'm going to listen to this one. <laughs> but, I mean, it is. And I'm not, like I said, if I fuck with you for a minute, your sex isn't whack. It just. <sighs> Have you ever. <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk about this. Have you ever slept with somebody and saw they had potential, worked with them, and they became, and it became great? Yeah, but I think a part of that, though, is like the emotion, well, for me anyway, the emotional stuff that happens when you really like somebody and you're having sex and it gets better. Um, I just know for me sometimes it's like I ask for things and to be done to me and niggas just don't do it and i think a part of it is like oh my god this girl really wants me to do this to her and they might not have experience in doing that or they so, just don't want to do it and so i'm like what the you fuck? know what gets you there so you tell and them niggas to don't do be it. doing it okay 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 that's what it is that's great because we all are different meaning like just because this guy might have done you great the next guy might it might not be that way. So for you to know what I want, what you want, is great. But once again, not it's everybody not, not getting it. <laughs> yeah, not everybody can do it how, how that person. Yeah, how, how you and wanted I, it done. I think that's what it is more so that, and I, I think that's what's frustrating for me with, when it comes to sex. And it's like it's to the point where I don't even want to have sex. Like I'm not getting it the way I want it, so I don't even. We get to that age because I'm at that age, right? I've had sex because it was there before. Like, uh, sure, why not? It fell in my lap. Yeah, it fell in my lap. <laughs> so now you get to the point where I've had so much. I've had disappointing sex. I've had great sex. How do you categorize disappointing sex for a man? Like, like I know for a woman, typically it's like okay, the lack of emotion, the lack of passion, or like if his dick is small, whatever. But like, what is trash sex for a man? Trash sex for a man. Trash sex for me <laughs> is it's kind of like premeditated because you know, like I say, I've been in situations where I've had sex where I didn't want to. Like That's I didn't rape. want to. No, it's not. Not they, they didn't take it. It was offered, and I said yes because you feel what I'm saying. Like uh, I guess, I guess let's do it, and it was trash because I knew I wasn't interested in you anyway. So when I wow, that's fucked up for who them or me? You. It is. That's the, that, that's what I'm getting at. So now I'm very picky, and normally by me being picky, I normally pick right because I'm interested in you before we have sex. So yeah. that's to me. So that's what trash sex and good sex. The difference is, it's normally not actual interest. Yeah, it's normally not bad if I'm interested in you before because you're right. It's like as long as that person is not stiff as a log. Like we're not going to talk about. <laughs> How it could be bad. Let's just say that this person is what it is. If I'm really feeling you, because that could make it bad. So <laughs> that could make it bad. Like your fam, move. Where, where, yeah, do Wake something. Wake up. Or oh, that's scary. 
stiff as a log or like when you in the doggy position and they just keep and you like fam, you just you just back there like, where you going? <laughs> Gotta come back. I don't wanna keep moving. I don't wanna keep stay still, please. <laughs> like sometimes you just be like it's so funny. <laughs> hey, things happen, you know like fam. <laughs> things happen. Where are you going, fam? I'm back here. Please come back. <laughs> stay, okay? Get down. Oh, Ooh. Don't move. Uh, mm. You gotta. This is what you. Mm. 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 Now, so for me, sex, uh, trash sex could be, you know, any for anybody's opinion. But for me, I tend to know that like I'm feeling you as a person, and it normally transitions into good sex. So now I'm very picky, and even if you just randomly say, "Hey, yo, I'm interested in you," I'm not going to do it because I already know I ain't no, going to feel it. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I've, I learned my lesson when I'm having when I was having sex with this one girl, and my thing shrunk when I was inside. Oh, and I was just was like, I didn't want to be here. But guess who takes that loss? Me. Yeah. I. You can't keep this dick right, <laughs> right, right. Oh, oh you st- but, little shrimpy, you can't keep your dick right. But I knew that that's not what I wanted. <laughs> but I did it anyway. So you just thought about it. You so know, it's like, just like. Phew. Either I'm be if somebody was to hit me up right now as a 36 year old man, somebody that I'm interested in, I'm going to go no because I know that if I go over there, I'm embarrass myself because I don't want to be there. It's you got to know you. It's interesting how and people be trying to say that emotions and I mean I guess depending on what you're into, everybody's different. Um, people will say that like your emotions aren't attached to or aren't connected to like your body or whatever. But that that's just a perfect example of how your mind is connected to your body. It is. If my mind, my mind is definitely connected to my, to my dick. <laughs> right? I ain't feeling it. My dick ain't feeling it. I was either. having sex, right? I was having sex with this girl. Sex was good, but it was in the dark, right? This is crazy. This is crazy. It was in the dark, right? So I'm in that thing all night. Uh, she, she's sore. She's just like, 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 we need that. But I couldn't, couldn't get off. Her phone went off. So a light goes off. Oh, did that fuck you up? So I seen her. I said, yeah, here it is. Boom. Oh, so you needed to see her. I needed to see her. (laughs) I needed a visual. Right. (laughs) Like, I went there with you because I knew you was fire. But we in the dark. I can't see who I'm having sex with. I needed a visual. Like, like, I'm hitting it from the back. I know that ass fat. I'm do, we're doing all of this. She needed to see. I just, but I gotta see it. <laughs> so a, when her when her phone went off and the room lit up a bit, <laughs> that was it. Caught that shadow. I could have been finished. <laughs> I could have been finished. And I, and you made a great point. I never thought about how much my brain is connected to. So yeah, I'm not one of them guys that be like just hit it from the back because I everything. I don't count bodies. I don't do it just to say oh I fucked I fucked no, I ain't doing it if I ain't feeling it. So yeah, that's me. That's good. Well, I won't say that's good because you can't judge people. Whatever, as long as you're doing whatever, do just be safe. You ready to get up out of here? I I am. didn't realize it was four o'clock. I ain't never pod this long. I know you pulled up at like two. I did. I was late. You were super duper late. Thank you for the gifts, though. You're welcome. See, and uh, Fresco missed out on his gift. You want to give it to him? Just give it to him. Right. <laughs> 
I'm like, here, nigga, take this. No, I might. Uh, I mean, if oh, you don't, if you oh, don't ask, right? Look, the more the merrier. More, that's you. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, there's another penis ruler in there, so. Well, he can have the penis ruler. I don't need to. Right. <laughs> more, there's more lube. More I'll just condoms. keep the. I'll just keep everything. I will give him the penis. Yeah, be like, here, uh, kid, knock yeah, yourself and out. Kayla, Kayla, uh, get you a gift. Right. He don't know. Yeah, you can keep the lube and the condoms and stuff. So Merry this Christmas. was episode. Thank you. <laughs> This was episode 174 For sure Of the Podcast Brothers Podcast Man we got deep on this episode We talked a whole lot about a whole lot of things Thanks for listening Yeah And we're not going to hold you no more Peace out Bye